To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Please stand clear of the doors. For favor, Hello and welcome to Miles from Main Street, your far from Disney podcast. My name is Mikhailo. And I'm Brian. And we're here to talk about Disney World. But especially coping away from Disney. Which we know a lot about being from the Midwest. Here at Miles from Main Street, our preferred travel agency is Magical Vacations by Kimberly. Kimberly is a Disney expert and can handle all of your Disney planning needs. She can also plan Universal and all major cruise lines. Contact Kimberly at Magical Vacations by Kimberly at Yahoo.com. And find her on Facebook and Instagram under Magical Vacations by Kimberly. So today on Miles from Main Street, we're going to do a little armchair imagineering. And uh, we're going to do this with some of our least favorite attractions. These are going to be attractions that we dislike a lot. And we're going to try to figure out what to put there instead. I like this idea. I have a few ideas of, of my own. So um, this, this is going to be a fun one. For sure. Uh, and I have, I'm just going to start with my biggest one. Uh, this is the one that I just have not like a, uh, huge hatred for but like there could be so many other things there and it takes up so much space and it's always loud and it's old and i mean who rides this thing anymore that's right i'm talking about the tomorrowland speedway Ugh. that thing can't i got super excited uh, I think this was like back in like 2013 when they announced that the um, Tron roller coaster was coming. And I was like, think. And they and they actually told us that it was going to be in that area where uh, the Tomorrowland uh, Speedway was. And I was like, thank God they're finally getting. No, they didn't get rid of it. They shortened the track. And now it's like sharing like that same area. I thought for sure we were going to finally get rid of that thing. And they didn't. Come on, Michaelo. I'm just you're I'm sure you're just upset because seven miles an hour isn't fast enough. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's very true. Uh I and but the the thing was is that even as a little kid, because I've ridden it before, hundred percent. But even as a little kid, I thought it was the most boring thing. Um maybe maybe because I I even as an adult, I have a lead foot. And so as a kid, I'm sure I wanted to go fast and and do all this stuff and it really only goes seven miles an hour. Um, but I don't know. It just, I feel like, and I mean, the, the theme in Tomorrowland at Disney World is a lot less cohesive than it is in Disneyland now. But I just do not think that it fits even a little bit. Um, so that's, I mean, that's another thing that it like just really doesn't fit the theme. Like I understand that it was cool and it was uh, I'm not, I can't remember if it was an opening day attraction at Disneyland or it was something that they brought in that people really liked. So I know that it has a history of people really enjoying it out in California and I'm sure people enjoy it in Disney world. 
but it's just something that I do not enjoy and think that that whole area, that whole space could be so much better used as something else. So, so what are you putting in there though? Good question. Uh, and we're going to do this together. Um, and we're going to try to try to formulate what we should put in there. Um, and I'm, I'm going to have a couple questions for you, Brian, and we can go back and forth and, and formulate exactly what we want to do. Um, so one thing we have to take into account is that the, the Tron coaster is almost like directly behind it. Um, and that already has a show building attached to it. So there's already uh, a big old building right behind it. Um, so the first question is, is do we, do, we do we bulldoze it and then construct a new building? Or do we try to plus what's already there? That's a I, <laughs> my first thought was just trying to update what is there. Um, I guess I enjoy having that green space that is mm -hmm. around it, uh, just for aesthetics when I'm I'm there. I don't know that I want to see another building put in. Mm -hmm. Um, I think you're going to enjoy the view of looking across from um, the Mad Tea Party area as you walk into Tomorrowland and seeing Tron. I think that's going to be a cool view. So I don't think we want to block it up with another building. Mm -hmm. I, I would completely agree with you. Um, and as for kind of plussing it, um, even as I say that, it's turning into... Um, test track uh and i mean there's already one there they've already kind of kind of messed that up uh, <laughs> so <laughs> uh i don't know i just don't think that like a bumper car style ride works there um one thing that i did think would be cool and i understand that they've put one of these in already um on property uh, which is kind of one of those um, slingshot rides that they have over in um, Toy Story Land. Uh, I've always thought those rides are pretty cool. Um, and uh, the technology is pretty interesting. Um, and so I feel like they'd be able to kind of like, I don't know. Uh, and I mean, that's basically just like plopping uh, alien swirling saucers in there. Um, but I do think it would be good to have something that's a little bit more outdoors uh, that doesn't completely block, like you're totally correct, completely block Tron. Um, honestly, in a perfect world for me, um, we would just get rid of it and Tron would be like, just like the thing there. Um, but that's a, that's a lot of space. Um, and I do feel like something should go there. Um, and one thing that I always thought was really cool that that I believe had a little bit of time in Magic Kingdom. So I'm pretty sure they had 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea at one point at Magic Kingdom, uh, and they pulled that out. <clears throat> that would be something kind of cool um, where you go, you go into a boat and uh, 
I mean, they, they take you around it, and, and actually it wouldn't even have to be a boat. Um, but something, something kind of along those lines, that's a little bit more futuristic. Um, they could even make it like, I mean, I know that we've done rockets to the moon before, but just like something like that. Um, I did enjoy that. Um, okay. Uh, I have trouble with that one because the reason we had to get rid of 20,000 leagues was that submarines and water was causing an issue. Mm. Um, anytime you have water involved with a mechanism, it's going to erode at some point, mm-hmm. um, and becomes expensive. So I don't know that that's something that, um, our managers are going to be very <laughs> happy with, uh, if we take this idea to them. Um, you know, I had heard rumors that, they were talking to Tesla about doing some cars to replace the cars in, in Tomorrowland Speedway. Um, I think that, you know, here I am just trying to update it again and not, not come up with an original idea. Um, it's hard. It's hard to get away from the whole Speedway thing. I guess, you know, let's crater it all together and we'll, and just start with some green space. Maybe, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's better to, I don't know. Characters are a big thing right now. Mm. Maybe this is a good spot. You know, I, I my thought kind of went to um, uh, Toontown when Mickey had his house and Minnie had her house and you could go from door to door and, and, and meet each character. Maybe it's time to bring something like that back. Mm-hmm. Um, my other thought was that we've got enough headliners in Magic Kingdom. I don't know that we want to create another headliner Mm -hmm. so that's why i'm thinking characters are a huge thing um so if some something that can bring those characters to the people uh i think would be best um or if not some sort of people leader that's going to just take a lot of you know take in a lot of people and suck them away from all the stuff that we want to actually be writing that's actually uh, a really good idea, uh, and I think that is because of where this is located, because it's just steps away from uh, Fantasyland, correct? It's like, yeah, it's kind of like the transition between um, Tomorrowland and Fantasyland. Um, we kind of have uh, the circus, storybook circus there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, you know, you're kind of sandwiched between Dumbo and uh tomorrowland and tron you know get kind of that green space there or it would be if we get rid of the Mm -hmm. awful smelling cars that go seven miles (laughs) an hour (laughs) yeah and i i actually you know what let's roll with this um i like this because i feel like i see a lot of character spots at magic kingdom but it's always kind of like like those big like mickey characters um and kind of like more kid-friendly characters. Um, and I would definitely consider Tomorrowland as like more of like an adolescent area of the park. So why not have an area where they can meet characters that are a little bit more adolescent style? They kind of already do that in Tomorrowland um, with some of like, like they have the incredible show up in Tomorrowland and stuff like that for the, um, there's like that dance party and everything. Um, oh sure 
So then why not build an area and in the Magic Kingdom that's a little bit more dedicated to like those more adolescent uh type characters and then leave I mean you you don't have to make this like the area where you go see characters because they, I mean they already have an area where you can go see Mickey and Minnie and all those guys. Um so I think that would be actually a great idea and it wouldn't be so intrusive where like we're putting another ride like right on the heels of the Tron coaster because that's going to be a huge draw already. Um, and I think that was kind of my biggest issue was they were just putting it up right in the backyard of the speedway. And I didn't even want the speedway to be there anyway. So I, like, I wanted a little bit more room for Tron coaster to kind of exist. Um, and so I think that would be, Honestly, a, a great idea. Look at what you did, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I think that, you know, if they could create a little town or, um, yeah, just some sort of spot that, it, you know, and it's got to be within the Magic Kingdom idea. Like, the Magic Kingdom is where the characters live, right? He's pointing at me. He has an idea. I better be quiet. What about... Ah, I all of the reasons they can't just hit me. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I was like, "What about Marvel?" But, but they can't in Florida. Um, yeah. But that, I mean, right there, that would be. I mean, it's kind of it would fit in Tomorrowland too, because like all these superheroes and other gadgets and Iron Man, that would be perfect for Tomorrowland. Um. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh man, brand agreements suck. <laughs> yeah, um, if we could just get Universal to give up that license, right? I know. Yeah, they're never. Gonna yeah, it would, it would. It would be great. Um, I mean, they're they're coming up with more characters that hopefully won't fall underneath the um the license. So mm-hmm. maybe they can pull some of that in. Um, it it's hard though to. You know, like I think Iron Man and like a Stark Enterprises mm-hmm. would be really cool to have within Tomorrowland. That kind of fits the whole theme, right? For um, sure, yeah. It needs to be more the fantastical, not the here's what we think tomorrow's going to be. Yeah. Um, so let and and that's kind of what I'm thinking now is like if we're going to get rid of Tomorrowland Speedway. What about the rest of Tomorrowland? Because now, like, my whole mindset is we've got Space Mountain in the back. We've got Tron in the back. And we've got this whole area that we have to walk through. Mm-hmm. And what's there? To me, People Mover. That's it. Yeah. Like, you know, Buzz Lightyear is, a, is fun, but whatever. We've got an empty building, basically, where Stitch was. Mm-hmm. Um and and the laugh floor isn't being run right now and from all accounts i don't think people really care for the laugh floor anyway uh you know so let let we can get rid of it um so maybe this is an episode an episode where we're just going to reimagine all of tomorrowland <laughs> yeah and so uh brian you've already kind of i th- i think i see where your mind is going of kind of making this into uh like a stark enterprise type um kind of like a like a celebration like what what they were like a world's fair type thing um uh 
and that seems cool. However, um, I'm going to be the the devil on your shoulder and say, is that whimsical enough to be in Magic Kingdom? Magic Kingdom. That's... Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, it's hard with Marvel it, 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 to really get it to fit in with Magic Kingdom. Because um, Magic Kingdom to me is is princesses and and mice, and you know all the stuff that already is exists there. So I hear you. It's hard to to show, shoehorn in Marvel for sure. Yeah, and and this is the kind of the issue. I'm never going to turn down uh, a Star Wars land, uh, but this was kind of the issue that I had when I saw that um, in Disneyland. Their their Batu, their Star Wars land area, was attached to Magic Kingdom. Uh, I didn't even know that. I was in line to go into Disneyland and realize that when I was in line, uh, just because it just doesn't seem like something that should be in like that Magic Kingdom style park. Uh, again, not complaining because <laughs> I was able <laughs> to be in that amazing land. Uh, but I just, yeah, that, that's something that I feel like just doesn't mesh where it, it does need to kind of be that that whimsical kind of feeling. And maybe maybe that's because that's the type of Tomorrowland that we've always been accustomed to. Um, like may, maybe I'm talking this way because I'm so used to the Tomorrowlands being whimsical. Um, I know that in other Tomorrowlands and in, in other um, castle type parks, um, it's more like steampunk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that's Euro Disney has that going on. Um, uh, Disneyland Paris. Um, and that I feel like works pretty well. Um, but that still kind of is a little like whimsical. So I... I just don't know how I would feel with Tomorrowland becoming a little bit more serious. Would I enjoy it? Probably yes. Would I feel like it's in the Magic Kingdom, kind of like the whimsical Magic Kingdom that I know and love? I don't know. Yeah, you know, I have always confused, and when I say confused, just in my memories, um, and I think they're just more from my early memories when I had first started going, um, but I would always com- confuse Tomorrowland and Epcot, specifically Future World and, Ep- and Epcot, mm-hmm. because it kind of felt the same to me. Um, so it would be nice to get away from that, I guess. The whole, uh, here's what the future is going to look like type of thing. I really like the idea of steampunk. I would love to see it fleshed out more in in tomorrowland um you know i what i've seen of steampunk in other areas is just um what they've done with uh, space mountain Mm -hmm. maybe um but not like fully fleshed out into a land can you call it tomorrowland i don't know because it's (laughs) supposed to be like you know steampunk is more of a we're going to take historical things and add technology to it. Yeah. Right. So it's, that's not really tomorrow. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So 
but I'm also, you know, I, I enjoy my tradition and my history. So, you know, I want to be able to walk through and hear paging Mr. Tom Morrow. <laughs> um, it's just one of those things. So, yeah. And, and I mean, knowing Disney, whatever they do, they're always going to be dropping those little Easter eggs in. Um, so we'll always have that. I like, I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about losing things um, like Tom Morrow. Um, but kind of coming back to something that you mentioned uh, a lot like this main, the main street I'm doing air quotes of Tomorrowland, which is kind of like this like alleyway that kind of has was had three rides attached to it is barren, like not doing anything anymore besides uh, Buzz Lightyear. And it does kind of feel like a lot of this stuff was kind of shoehorned in. Like it made sense when when all of these rides and movies were relevant um, because they kind of had that like whimsical tomorrow feel. Um, mm-hmm. Lilo and Stitch, aliens, so worked out. Um, Toy Story, space, that worked out. Um, Monsters, Inc. Uh... <laughs> Another <laughs> yeah, it, dimension, I guess. Yeah. It doesn't really fit. Yeah. It doesn't fit. So Stitch, it, yeah. I have trouble with Stitch fitting. Um, I mean, it, he is an alien. And maybe if we were to get a story, and I, you know, all things told, I never did get on great Stitch's Great Escape. We had plans to do it, but I didn't realize it closed early that day. So mm. didn't get on there. Um, so my thought, though, is that maybe it's, a storyline where he's not with Lilo, but he's off planet. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I don't know what the storyline was with the great escape. But... So that, I mean, that, that you're, that's kind of what they did. <laughs> okay. okay. It was, uh, it was a story about how he was getting um, transferred and stuff like that. It was basically um, uh, alien encounter, but as Lilo and stitch. That's basically what they did. Um, which alien encounter I would love to see come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, I, uh, I think the audience has maybe matured enough that it would, it would be successful now. I, I agree. And I, I actually got the pleasure to see both. <laughs> Even when I was a little kid, uh, I remember, um, I remember seeing alien encounter. Uh, and then I actually have, um, a soft spot for stitches, great escape. Because I always thought that was a cool ride, um, even to this day. Honestly, one of one of the big underrated rides for me. <clears throat> um, I did really enjoy uh, Lilo and Stitch the movie, so that did did help. However, um, you can see how serious I am about my armchair imagineering that I'm not letting that kind of nostalgic feeling get in the way of just completely bulldozing it and coming up <laughs> with something better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm terrible at, at trying to figure out a new idea. I think the Incredibles need, needs a presence and I think they'd fit in well, as you had said. Um, I think maybe Pixar as a whole, um, another area that I had thought about the movie did not do well, but I watched it when Disney plus launched and I did enjoy it. And you're smirking at me, so I'm wondering what what you're thinking over there. But 
The movie is Meet the Robinsons. Oh, I thought you were going to say Treasure Planet. <laughs> no, no. Uh, Meet the Robinsons. I think that we could have some fun with Meet, Meet the Robinsons. Um, you know, there's, there's a nice nod to Walt in that movie at the end. And I don't know. I feel like they would fit into Tomorrowland pretty well. So uh, the path that you're going down now, um, and it's a path that I cannot follow. No. <laughs> <laughs> little star wars put in there um the path that you're going down now is actually kind of what they had been doing and then it's just putting in so so now we're doing ip related things that are kind of tomorrowlandish and that's kind of what they did already uh which i don't think is a bad idea um incredibles is popular and i think it's a good enough movie um it it came out in 2003 and then they ended up making a sequel like what was it like 15 years later am i completely off on that yeah roughly i think it was something like that yeah okay um i math i didn't even try at that point i just threw out a number um but that's the thing is that like it stayed relevant for that long and then they made a sequel so obviously it's got legs um, so making a ride for it, I think would be successful. What that would be actually it's coming to me right now. Uh, <laughs> what <laughs> if it was, it was an Omnimover style ride, kind of like carousel progress where you kind of go room to room and, uh, Edna mode is showing off all of her new, um, suits and they could use all of this cool technology to kind of show off the suits and stuff like that. Uh, and then obviously in true Disney fashion, something goes wrong and something needs to be saved or, or somebody comes in and wait, wait Jack, Jack, exactly. Jack, Jack creates the issue. Yes. That would be perfect. Yep. So, I mean, so there's your Incredibles ride. Um, what was, so meet the Robinsons. I'm not as, um, well versed in Meet the Robinsons, but I have seen the movie. It's interesting that Meet the Robinsons did not do well, plain and simple. They don't have much of that around, but mm-hmm. they when they prayed the villains out for maybe a villains party or for Halloween <laughs> or something, Bowler Hat Guy is always out there. Like <laughs> I don't know, and I just don't get it because you know, there's only niche people like us that seem to know what the movie is. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you could, you know, my kids don't know. They'll, who is that guy? Oh, that's Bowler Hat Guy. Yeah. Well, what, you know, Bowler Hat Guy. What? That's weird. <laughs> no kid's <laughs> going to remember that name. Yeah. <laughs> um, But I don't know. I just feel like there was something there that could, that could be interesting with, um, mm-hmm. You know, and the thing what I hear people saying, why is it always got to be IP? Why can't we come up with a Haunted Mansion type of ride where it's just something original? <laughs> Brian, I hope you understand that's me saying that. <laughs> well, I know. I, Every, I, mean, I hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, oh, they're doing Tron. Well, that's more IP. Oh, they put Frozen into the countries, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It, what it comes down to, though, is if we were to create something let's i don't know let's 
some Ferris wheel type of thing. And it doesn't have any characters on it. It doesn't say anything about Mickey Mouse or anything like that. Are you going to ride it? You know, I I don't know. I don't know that people will. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I completely agree with you. And and that's kind of the the line that these imagineers and we're 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 living it right now we're we're jumping into ip uh we're already uh we came up with one ride uh for this new tomorrowland and it's ip based um but that's the line that that these imagineers have to kind of like straddle where it's like do we do something that's going to appeal to a large amount of people um to do that it's super easy to just kind of pick out these IPs that Disney has been successful with. Um, and so it, it uh, like, and, and understand, I'll be the first person to say, I know that they need to do that. Um, I'll also be the first person to say, eh, Tower Terror is awesome. Let's do more of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but I, I completely understand why they do that. And, I mean the the random pitch we did just now for incredible sounds amazing. Um yeah, that would be fun. I think that'd be a great experience. So do it doing it the right way. And and it's funny that you brought up Tron, which is amazing. Uh and I cannot wait to write it. And I've seen videos of it um in the other park, and it looks amazing. Uh and then frozen which is another IP ride that they changed. That it was an original ride that they changed into IP that I'm totally okay with because it's an amazing ride and they did a great job and it's an amazing movie. So, um, yeah, it's, it's again, it's, it's one of those lines that, that you kind of have to straddle where it's like, do you come up with something new and amazing for these Imagineers to play with? Or do you do something that you know is going to be successful that will draw a lot of people? You know, I just have had a thought back with Meet the Robinsons. And I think it's where the kid starts making another new invention. Something that's going to help out um, Tomorrowland, let's say. Mm-hmm. Let's, like, like, let's bring it right into the whole thing. He's going to help out Tomorrowland and Bowler hat guy comes along at some point to try to steal that and take, and we end up going back. Cause there's a, like a time travel or a, there's a portal that happens at some point during the movie. Mm-hmm. So we have to go through that portal. Like let's get some imaginary magic happening with that portal that we go through. Like that would be, that would be something. I think that could be, that could reignite some interest in meet the Robinsons. Um, I think that'd be a fun, fun little ride. Uh, when and with with Meet the Robinsons, not that I think it wouldn't be able to. Um, and this is the back and forth that I'm sure Imagineers have. Um, not that I think it would be able to be its own ride. I'm kind of more thinking, what about the way that they have Tangled incorporated into um, Fantasyland? What if it's just kind of like this unique little corner where we've got something happening with meet the robinsons maybe we have that giant t-rex and it talks to people and it says that its arms are too small um oh, stuff like there that you go. yeah um so 
it and and that's that's the cool thing about this is we don't need to okay what ride is this what ride is this just just as long as there's kind of something cohesive happening um which honestly with tomorrowland it's so hard to do because um with i with this ip uh so the thing that makes meet the robinsons work is they literally go to the future <laughs> and that's tomorrow <laughs> so uh that works like like we're done i just i don't know if you could hear that but <laughs> i just uh wiped just clapped my hands and and we're done we're, we're we're done we don't have to try to like have this roundabout way of why we're putting this in kind of like monsters inc or <laughs> <laughs> like you kind of really have to think about okay yeah like it's another dimension they're using cool tech and yeah okay get it um that one is like they're literally going to tomorrow so it makes a lot of sense um and so i guess it's like as long as it's cohesive and it makes sense and like we understand why it's in there and we don't really have to think too hard about it um it works yeah i i agree um but let's also think about the last two lands that they opened where they opened just in disney world pandora mm-hmm. and star wars right what do those have in common a very strong theme and immersion immersion yeah so i'm going back to your dinosaur like that makes me think about the um the robot guy i can't remember what it is in in pandora Mm -hmm. um that they you know they had the guy in the suit walking around a little bit um so that kind of brings me to your dinosaur like let's have an immersive story and maybe at some point that jump into the future happens in front of us while you're in tomorrowland instead of it being a ride per se it's part of the land Mm -hmm. um i think that that would that could even plus up the area a lot more if we could bring a storyline into tomorrowland that immerses you and so here's the thing about that there is a story to tomorrowland and there is a reason why all of those rides are there it's just so much reading and it's like everything is so convoluted as to like why it's there and there's so much explanation and it's and that's why everything kind of feels a little shoehorned where it's like oh this area this is where they they transport prisoners uh this area is a shooting gallery for toys uh this area is where they get all their power and 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 so it's uh i don't know yeah it's it would be a lot easier and a lot more palatable for a lot of people if it was just one thing um and we already did what imagineers have already done is hey let's just drop ip in there and make it make sense and that's the thing is that with these super um successful new lands it's just one thing star wars pandora toy story like you you know what's up and you walk in and you're immersed in it and like you already have expectations of what you need to understand and know um because like like when i walk through tomorrowland i've listened to several podcasts and several youtube videos about what it's supposed to be 
I still don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) So like if somebody who is so invested into this still doesn't kind of like formulate it in their head very well, then you know that other people are just running in there like, oh, space mountain, space tomorrow, fun, Buzz Lightyear, space tomorrow, fun. Like it's just like that's they're not really immersed in anything. They're just being presented these things that kind of go together a little bit. Yeah, I had a friend that went to Disney for the first, I guess, first time. And he said, yeah, we went to Tomorrowland. They're a little behind. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yeah, they they have some work to do. Um, And hopefully after they finish Tron, you know, maybe they'll they'll be able to start pulling some of that back together, and and maybe they've got more, you know, uh, in the plans with Tron, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe that'll help bring the land together. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. And and we didn't even talk about that. What if they made Tomorrowland the grid? Like that sounds super cool. Like honestly, that's all you really got to say about it make Tomorrowland the grid. Oh my gosh. And the people mover is like a tourist of the grid. Like, exactly. a Oh my gosh. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> the only, que- the only question is, I mean, they're making a Tron ride now. So obviously it's still popular, but has Tron kind of run its course? Like can't, could Tron be an entire land? These are the questions think, that, that Imagineers yeah, have to ask. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think it'll depend on the popularity of the ride, don't you? I mean, yeah. I know they're expecting some sort of success out of it since they've had such success with it mm-hmm. over in, is it Tokyo? I, I didn't even try because I couldn't it, remember. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember either. Maybe it's Hong Kong. Anyway. Yeah. Well, we were supposed to talk about a couple different rides and and we we ended up talking about one ride in an entire land (laughs) (laughs) so uh but i think uh i mean what i kind of wanted to get across was just sitting here and acting like imagineers uh and i think we we definitely did that with with what we came up with uh and i love that we just kind of jumped onto an entire land that probably honestly is the land that needs the most amount of love right now anyways um so it's probably the most logical area to go however with how much love tomorrowland needs the tomorrowland speedway needs twice that much three times five times Ugh, that yeah. I'm telling you some sort of a character experience uh, yep. meet and greet with the incredibles might even be the best thing there um you know I, I swear that's something that could really help that area. But the, that line, I don't know. I always see so many people in that line. Maybe that's just what they need right now, though, is just somebody somewhere for people to stand in line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of agree with you with that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's Shanghai is where Tron is. Nice. Yes. Cool. Well, I think... That's all we got. Brian, do you have any other other chunks of wisdom that you'd like to throw out there? 
one thing I've been thinking about with Tomorrowland that I thought I'd point out is here when we you're go. Over, I know <laughs> when you're over by uh, when you're over by Space Mountain, you're gonna see some uh, palm trees, but they look like the 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 palms are are like solar panels, okay, and they have coconuts on them, but one of the trees doesn't. And the, the leaves are kind of drooping a little more. And that's because they've taken the power that have, are stored within the coconuts to go and power whatever source they need. Maybe it's the town, Tomorrowland, you know. Um, so check that out. I think that's a really neat little detail that they do have in Tomorrowland. Um, so goes back to the story that there's something going on, um, as incohesive as it might be, but... <laughs> You know, I, I felt the need to point that out. Yeah, there's there's definitely a story uh, in Tomorrowland because it, it wouldn't be Disney unless it was story driven. It's just that story is hard to follow. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, I mean, I I totally agree with you that that there is a story there, and um, there are there are these little things that you can see that that kind of help with that story. Um, but I think, I think we did a good job of kind of coming up with, uh, our own little idea for what Tomorrowland should be. And with that, uh, we're going to leave you guys. We'll leave you with this. Um, let's get a post out in the miles from main street community. I'll get one out there and I want to hear what you guys might be doing with Tomorrowland, what you might like to see. Um, and if you don't want to talk Tomorrowland, Maybe let's talk about Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular. What could you do with that area? I'll put that post out in the community. (laughs) And if you're not a member of the community yet, please join us out on Facebook in the Miles from Main Street community. It's really easy to join up. Um, I accept everybody. (laughs) So (laughs) come on out and join us and let's get some talk going about uh, what we would do to replace some of the stuff we don't like. Definitely. And with that, we will see you guys later. Damn it. <laughs> this is your thing. This I is know. your line. <laughs> I, I said, we'll see you guys later. And then I was supposed to see say, we'll see you guys again on Miles from Main Street. Yes. And with that, that's all we got for you guys tonight. We'll see you guys next time on Miles from Main Street. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed the show, please rate us on iTunes and subscribe. Email us at milesfrommainstreetpodcast at gmail.com with any thoughts and visit us on Facebook under Miles from Main Street. We'll be bringing more to you weekly and look forward to talking to you then. Until next week, remember, some live close, but most of us don't. So let's talk about it. (laughs) 